I offered to do an accountability meeting with her where we go over what's being consumed, what's mm -hmm. being saved. Oh. And it's a short meeting, half hour, and there's a format. Hello, Mrs. Smith. How are things? Great. And then she simply briefs me. This is what I spent this month. This is where these were the successes. This is where I need to tighten, tighten things up. And this is what I've learned. And then we set a path for the next month, cool. something to work on. And then we, we check up because of the model, we can see consistent movement in a good direction. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I'm here with our head wealth coach, Jeremy Reedhouse. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking on and then continuing really our series from the front lines where we go through case studies, where we talk about conversations, where we talk about real life people. Obviously, they um, remain anonymous. Sure, remain, remain anonymous. Yes. Um, and, but we do that because there's so much that we can learn through the process of looking in, looking at what, what their numbers look like, yep. looking at what, what we think of where they're at. And I just, I just find that that really helps a lot. So uh, essentially, this is, these are people that go through Unlimited. And in, in a nutshell of what Unlimited is, is it's a, it's a coaching, we have a model, there we truly come alongside people and help them make good decisions as it relates to helping them get clear and what's important to them, help them be efficient and optimize what's going on, but then also help them create a strategy um, that's not just protecting what they've built, but ultimately helping them multiply or get the kind of result that they want to get. Exactly. And so we've we've had a lot of interesting case studies from you know someone who's you know just making an average rage and, and doing amazing to someone who's making above average and is going to run out of money immediately to the people that we talked to that you found you found them over two million dollars that they didn't even know that they had. Yep. So these again are some good good stories here. So why don't you tee up this conversation? Because I think they're, I think this this person is it's right. a good example of the importance of coaching. Absolutely, and and when we can take advantage of opportunities to learn vicariously through the successes and failures of other people, man, we win. Yeah, we win. So that's another reason that we're doing this. So just to set the stage, so this is going to be Mrs. Smith, and Mrs. Smith uh, came to us going through a, a rough spot. Um, she she is experiencing experiencing a divorce. Um, in her life. Mm. And as a result of that, there's a lot of financial, but more so emotional, spiritual upheaval in what it is that's going on. And so one of the reasons that we decided to make this platform coaching is yeah. because in a lot of cases, um, the interactions and the inspiration, the encouragement, the chastisement in some situations that that we bring to the table is more along the lines of coaching with regards to life and what really matters and bringing some exterior perspective mm -hmm. when everything just is really hard to, to see outside of. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> with this case, we're going to walk through uh, our model. So we're going to take a look at the household economy, look at what comes in, what's being consumed and what's being saved. And that's going to give us that cash flow ratio um, and let us know whether there is a relative balance between what we're consuming and what we're saving or controlling for the future, and we'll do that in light of a 3% inflation curve. So I love it. without further ado, let's hop into income. So income here is a little bit limited from her previous lifestyle. And I, I bring that up because when we get to a certain standard of living, 
uh, that we're accustomed to, it is exponentially harder to come back from that. Yeah. And as a result, just right out of the gates, um, Mrs. Smith confessed, you know, I'm probably spending more than um, what I need to be. And that was indicative um, of her behaviors and what she was accustomed to prior to going through this. So we've got about $50,000 of income that's coming into her household economy um, as far as income. And there's nothing else right now. The great thing is, though, is that she's developing out her own platform Hmm. um, in order to uh, really speak into the lives of particularly women with regards to health. Yeah. Um, She also has a history in uh, the financial industry. And um, really does a very good job in speaking to the whole person Mm. from from a perspective of health. And if you've hung around the podcast long enough, you know that we talk about wealth in terms of the sum total of your time, your talents, your treasure, and your health. So there's some synergy here uh, between us as Better Wealth and Mrs. Smith. Um, The next thing that we talk about is liabilities. So what debts, Mm -hmm. um, what drag do we have on the overall model? And what we saw here initially was a lot of drag through the process of of this life uh, transition that she's going through with the divorce. Mm -hmm. She self-admittedly said, I have overspent. Um, I, I have just consumed, consumed, consumed. But what's great is we've already in a process, let's say, I think it's about three months now. Mm in about three months have been able to go from about eight line items down to four. Wow. So there's been some aggressive movement in paying off this higher interest debt. And that's really the the negative thing here is that it's higher interest debt that's causing yeah. a drag in which I cannot do anything else with those resources with. Right. Okay. And I'm just, and just because I'm a nerd, I'm going to do a quick cash, uh, cash scorecard. Sure. And while and- you're doing that calculation, um, I'll also point out that, this person came to us as another person that came to us with uh, and assets already set up. Yeah. So there, that that's another really interesting factor here. So one of the one of um, Mrs. Smith's debts is, and just so you all know, this is anonymous, um, is a score of sixteen. Meaning, if I take one of one of these her balances, divide it by the minimum or the monthly payment, and get the number sixteen. Just so you guys all know, um, less than a hundred is is usually not a great debt and the lower the number the worse it is and so that's an example of a very inefficient debt that's an example of we would want to address that even before we talk about investments and assets or whatever and so that's just an observation that while she's taken out a lot of debt there's still some things that um there's still some inefficiencies there that are problematic a hundred percent and i say a lot of times to the Mr. and Mrs. Smiths of Better Wealth uh, Unlimited that uh, Rome was not built in a day. Yeah. And where we are is where we are. Let's take accountability of it. It's neither good nor bad. It's just where we're at. Mm-hmm. And then we'll figure out what we need to do from there. So in the initial setup of this, uh, it, it is not necessarily making recommendations because I don't know what's going on yet. I need them to clarify other factors in the model before we come back and say, this is good, this is bad, you should do this, you shouldn't do this. And in a lot of cases, it's it's uh, consultative in, what are your thoughts on this? How have you dealt with this in the past? Because this is giving us, as the coaches here at Better Wealth, an idea of what's going on up here and here uh, with that client or with that family. So the next line item is the investments where we calculate what is going to be saved. So at this point, uh, she has about uh, 150, or excuse me, $160,000 that has been saved and is saving about 16, uh, six. 
And that, that number is the way that it is because she came to us with an and asset in place. And that and asset had been set up as the result of her getting an inheritance, Got which it. turns into a really neat blessing and also enabled her to have a place to live throughout the course of, of going through this divorce. So um, really, I won't call it a, a beautiful aspect of this, but that's an example of how a legacy really was able to impact um, Mrs. Smith here. <clears throat> So moving right along, real estate. Um, in this particular situation, uh, there is a little bit of, uh, well, there's the primary residence that uh, Mrs. Smith used to live at that she still is financially responsible for. And in addition to that, her current residence where she is living. So we just take accountability of that, ask some questions about what are your thoughts for the future? Do you intend to live here? Do you intend to rent this out? Mm -hmm. How is this materializing? And uh, realize, too, that in, in a lot of situations, there'll be a factor in the model where we agree collectively to take a tactical pause. Yep. It doesn't mean we're not doing anything. It just means that maybe we're not moving forward with anything because there's not enough information yet for right. that to be a very clear path. Right. So we get to insurances. I've mentioned previously she has life insurance. Um, one of the questions here is there's children involved with this. Uh, you know, does your uh, soon-to-be ex-husband have life insurance? What do you know about that? And so that that's actually a continuing dialogue that we're mm -hmm. going through because they both would agree that they want to be able to protect their children well, um, and really each other because they, they have a big bearing uh, on the health of the children. Yeah. This is a unique thing uh, with divorce sometimes that happens is you have parents – um, they obviously love their children, and so there's some insurability there, and they want the other person to be taken care of. This doesn't happen all the time, but I see it again and again where they want the other person to be taken care of so that that person can yeah. take care of the kids and have an impact on their life. <clears throat> and then uh, as far as life events, one of the things that Mrs. Smith is really, really, really wanting to look at where she needs to hit. So this is a targeting. Mm -hmm. So the model can be used to project how much income would I need to produce or would my business need to produce to compensate for moving away from another income, whether it be staged or whether it be all of a sudden. We have, another, we have other Mr. and Mrs. Smiths that are looking uh, to change careers or they're looking mm -hmm. to go from a W-2 employment into a business. The model allows us to look at their lifestyle, see what it costs, and see, and see at what point when the business produces X amount of dollars, does it make sense to then withdraw from the W-2 income? Mm -hmm. Which is super valuable because mm. a lot of people will say, well, you need six months or you need a year. Mm -hmm. but that's super arbitrary. Yep. And again, this is a model. It's just designed to help us make decisions, build a little bit of strategy, but it's based off of data, not the way somebody feels mm -hmm. in that moment. So Moving along in the model, and again, I'll, I'll set the stage here because we don't, we're not showing the model on YouTube, and obviously on the podcast, you can't see what we're doing. <clears throat> but uh, essentially what we've got here is a household economy where we've got $50,000 just over coming in. We've got $33,000 that is essentially being consumed, which means that we have that little over sixteen that's being saved in some way, shape, or form. And so Mrs. Smith is like, well, I, um, I guess that's right. And so this yeah. goes back to if we can't know when we look at what our consumption number is here on the model, if that's right or wrong, it means that we are not tracking where each one of our dollars go. Mm -hmm. And we know 
from the data that 100% of people that have a balanced model, meaning that the ratio between their consumption and their savings is going to allow them to have the same standard of living with inflation all the way out to age 100, 100% of those people track their dollars every day. Right. And if you want to learn more about the Better Wealth model, you can go to betterwealth.com slash assessment or just go to the tab where it says assessment and you can see kind of what we're looking at. It's a stripped down version and you're totally right. Tracking your money is incredibly important. And, and the, one of the things that I'll, I'll say in, in looking at this person's data is there is there's life events that could increase cash flow. Yes. Yes. So and, and, the, and that's the idea. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, the, the idea here is that what she is currently bringing in is going to run out at some point in time, mm -hmm. and the business that she is fostering is going to have to compensate, or it won't. Yeah. So this is a really good exercise in getting clear on what do I want in life. And a couple of the neat things that have happened with Mrs. Smith here is that I've, I've gotten to know her. And I offered to do an accountability meeting with her where we go over what's being consumed, what's being saved. And it's a short meeting, half hour, and there's a format. Hello, Mrs. Smith, how are things? Great. And then she simply briefs me. This is what I spent this month. This is where these were the successes. This is where I need to tighten, tighten things up. And this is what I've learned. And then we set a path for the next month, cool. something to work on. And then we, we check up. Because of the model, we can see consistent movement in a good direction. Yep. Which is awesome. Yep. That right? is awesome. So the model, uh, it, it, it's broken. It's not in balance. Yep. Uh, and, and that's okay for the time being. It does mean that choices uh, could be made. And again, you don't have to do anything. You don't need life insurance. You don't need disability income insurance. Yep. This is about... This is your model. This is your ship. You are the master and commander. So how do we best, most efficiently, given who you are, and most importantly, what you want to accomplish, your why, move in that direction? Yeah, I mean, I think that's super well stated. And, and it's, uh, it's so interesting because I, I look at the importance of coaching when I look at that because I think the model, the model is showing exactly what's going on now. But in the midst of divorce, in the midst of some things happening, there's so many things, there's so many factors in the next five years that's really going to determine mm -hmm. that this is a good baseline. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at like the $50,000 that we're including as income and asking, you know, right? what I know of this person, I know that that could be doubled, if not tripled. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's also things within the investment world that as you're building up that and asset, there might be opportunities to create to create more cash flow or to create a greater rate of return. So this is this is an example I think of like this is where this person's at. Like they're everyone that comes into us, not all of them have their life together. But the cool thing is through coaching, you can you can have conversations, you can establish accountability, and it will be cool to see this person grow. Um, and so, yeah, and and it has been. Uh, I'll I'll share one instance. <clears throat> one thing that the model can do is almost give us permission. In a lot of situations, some people say, "Well, I don't know if I'm going to make it for the next couple years as I go through this transition or as I'm going through this tough time." Well, this shows that we're making it, and I have been able to tactfully and gently 
really encourage Mrs. Smith in this case to be very, very present with her kids. That is one of her whys is yeah. her family. And it has been, it has been really cool to see her light up and go, okay, all right. It's not exactly what I'm looking for financially, but we're making steps in a positive direction. And it, yeah. again, it's going to take time and to see her get permission to be intentional with her kids and light up about that. Yeah. She's going to show up better in other areas as a result of that. And that's, what's really exciting. I love it. Love it. I'm Any, glad. <laughs> in, anything, anything else that you want to share in this, the big takeaway here? So one, one last aspect that I'll talk about here is um, Mrs. Smith had cash on hand yep. and she was terrified to pay off her high interest debt because then she wouldn't have that cash on hand, but it was leaving one way or the other, yeah. right? It was still a drag and there's efficiencies. There's given the situation and what you're looking to accomplish different ways to get that done. What, what is a disservice to, to humans really is to broad brushstroke and say, this is the only way to do it. You have yeah. to do the debt snowball. You have yeah. to do one of the other tactics or techniques for paying off debt. Well, yeah, those are good and, and they're yeah. not wrong. It, it, it goes just back to making a decision in a, in a vacuum. Right. It, I would encourage nobody to make a decision in a vacuum. Look at, look at the 30,000 foot view, get some good and wise counsel. Yeah. Think about it, sleep on it, and then make a decision that is optimized, right, based off of efficiency. If you're watching these videos or listening to this and saying, hey, man, I'm gaining a lot. I'm wondering if I'm financially imbalanced. I wonder where I'm at. You can go to betterwealth.com. We have a lot of access to whether it's our assessment, whether it's a clarity call, whether it's an x-ray, whether it's going right to unlimited and, and going into this program where they, they get coaching. Um, we've just found that there, you got to start somewhere, and a lot of times people don't want to see the model. Yes. <laughs> but a lot of times it's hard to move forward if you don't know where you're at. And so, again, we appreciate uh, you watching this. Our goal is to continue to share this message. So if you know of someone that needs to hear this message, I would ask you to take a moment and, and send them this video or send them this podcast because, again, we truly want to get this message out to more people. We have this audacious goal that we're going to – to help a million people in the next five years, and we're not going to do that alone. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for watching the Better Wealth podcast and uh, continue to live intentionally. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.